Welcome to At the Table with D. Monique. Pull up a chair, sit down, relax, and let's chat. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to At the Table with D. Monique. Here we have real conversations with real people sharing their real life stories. I'm your host, D. Monique, and today our special guests are two members of the Jackson 5, Mr. and Mrs. Ashley and Courtney Jackson. <laughs> Welcome to the table. Welcome to the table. Welcome to the table. <laughs> Y'all, I, I don't know if other people call them the Jackson Five, but that's the nickname that I have given to this family. So this is the mom and dad, and they have uh, three children, one daughter, uh, and um, two sons. And so they are actually the Jackson Five. There's no Michael, there's no Randy or Tito, but they are Savannah, Georgia's Jackson Five, okay? <laughs> so if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I would like to welcome you to the table. And if this is your, um, you know, you've seen this podcast more than once, welcome back. And I just want to tell you, thank you for coming back. And I hope that you will share this podcast with your family, friends, and even your foes, okay? Um, the purpose of the podcast is to share stories because it's when we are able to communicate with each other, are we inspired as well as are we uplifted and motivated. And that we can also learn from other people's experience. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you might not know this, but we start off with a snack time. So if you don't have a snack or if you listen to this podcast and you don't have a snack, I need you to take a moment, pause, go get you a snack and maybe something to drink and come back to the podcast. Okay. Grab a snack and come back to the table. Welcome back. I hope you got a snack. So my great-grandmother Lucille taught me that we are always supposed to say a prayer before we eat any food. I don't care what it is. If it's a cup of tea, crackers, you got to give God things. So we're going to take a moment. Please join me in bowing your heads and we're going to say our grace. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for this food that we're about to receive. We ask that you allow it to bring nourishment to our bodies. And also, God, we thank you for this time of fellowship. We ask that the conversation that we have today, it is able to be able to be impactful in someone's life. And we just thank you for this and all other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So. You guys are our guests, and we do have table manners. So we're going to let you go first. Tell us what you're snacking on. I'm snacking. <laughs> I'll wait for this moment. <laughs> Pori is snacking on what? what honey bun. Honey bun. I grew up on honey bun. I, I, listen, I know a little Debbie honey bun <laughs> when I see one. I had one every day before I went to preschool when I was a kid. And I still get one. Every day. <laughs> so, Courtney, I mean, uh, Courtney, Corey, do you, um, do you warm up this honey bun? Nope. I don't have time for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, when All I, right. When I was a kid, I just, you know, I got it from the gas station and I was in the car. So I ain't had no microwave in the car. Just, you know. Okay. I understand. 
Ashley, what's your what's your snack? My snack is Chabani. It's the um, Greek yogurt key lime crumble. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite snack. So I'm gonna go ahead and open it and dig in. Yes, pl please. Yes, we in. eat Me. on. <laughs> we eat <Me>. on this. <laughs> This this is my snack. Thank you. <laughs> hmm. So good. You can't I have none to yourself. <laughs> Nothing. So Nothing tell us all. about tell us about this Chibani. Does it have granola in it? If I rem I think I remember the Chibanis. It has like crumble cookies, like crumble cookies. Like graham crackers. Graham crackers, white chocolate. With the green nice. it's, and it tastes that like that sounds delicious. It is so good. <laughs> so Ashley, how often do you eat uh, Chobani? Is it a daily snack or is it a weekend snack? More like a weekend snack. I don't eat it every day, so maybe mm -hmm. once a week. Okay. Yeah. Towards the end it, of the week. It's, it's a good little snack. I like it. Do you eat, now, Chibani, I know they have different flavors. Is You just have the key lime fla um, flavor, or do you like some of the other ones? I do like strawberry. Strawberry is uh -huh. always my favorite. So, strawberry flavor. Um, right now, it's just strawberry and key lime. All uh, right. Every now and then, I feel adventurous, and I might try something different outside of those two. But for the most mm -hmm. part, it's either strawberry or key lime. Okay, all right, I like that. So I'm gonna share with y'all my snack and it's actually like leftovers from my dinner last night. So there's a local restaurant uh, on Fridays, they offer like uh, the vegan burgers. And so I, I'll go there like twice a month. But one thing I love is, is their empanadas. And I did warm this up, so it might look a little ugly, but it tastes good and it has black beans and butternut squash and some people don't like butternut squash right they like a butternut squash empanada but when the flavors marry together and then they have this um dipping sauce um i don't know what to call it but delicious goodness and you have to have the two together if they're not together it's just not right and so forgive me if I have a moment while I enjoy this empanada, okay? So here we go. Go right ahead. It's so flaky. That ain't no snack. That lunch. A <laughs> <laughs> snack's supposed to be something you can chew in three bites. You over here eating a whole meal. <laughs> I could milk. chew this in um <laughs> in three bites, but I'm trying to have table manners. <laughs> it's a good job. It's like oh, the it black beans have good. a savory. You just gonna finish it in our face though? I'm gonna finish yeah, it. Yeah, kinda. You gonna finish it in our face? Yeah, yeah. you did that with your um with your cinnamon bun. Mm-hmm. My little honey bun is on though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You didn't even ask nobody if they want this, you know? It's too late. I don't offer anything I can't give you. 
<laughs> I like that. Listen, I got to finish this empanada. It's only going to take me a few more bites, but you got to have the sauce. And what kind of sauce mm. is it? It's a, um, you would ask me mid-bite. Mid-bite. <clears throat> <laughs> so, it's, I know it's a chimichurri sauce and something else. I forgot. It's just good. I think it's a pesto sauce. But, man, if y'all ever visit Augusta, I know y'all were here not too long ago because your son had a tournament. But if you find mm-hmm. yourself um, this way again, the name of the restaurant is called Soul Food Kitchen. That's S-O-L, not S-O-U-L. Um, so Soul Food Kitchen. And they have good food. The The uh, main night that I go there are Friday nights because that's when they have their, their vegan burgers. Um, and those are always really good. And the the environment is cool because they have, like, live plants hanging from the the ceiling um it's a cool vibe in there yeah yeah we definitely got to check that out that sounds like Mm -hmm. our type of ambiance and food Mm mm-hmm you got to have good food when you're having good conversation Mm. absolutely (laughs) i think i'm good So good. I think I never left off my lipstick. Oh, you good? Mm. That's okay. I'm gonna put it back on. <laughs> I put. I knew this was gonna happen, so I said, "You know what? The the viewers not gonna mind if I pull out my compact like my aunt Joan used to do." Not at all. And then. And if you're from the 80s and 90s, you know that you got to have a brown lip liner to go with your <laughs> lipstick. If you just put it straight on, you might be a 2000. Might be a 2000. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just something about having a brown lip liner make you feel like SWV, <laughs> Tony Braxton. Like you, like you grown now. I'm grown. Remember when you used to use just a brown lip liner and uh, lip gloss? That's it. Rubbing oh, it and then it. if you got some lip gloss with the gold sparkle, oh. <laughs> you was on it. You was ready. Yes. Ready. Yes. I mean, you weren't wearing makeup or anything, but you had to have that brown lip liner and that lip gloss. You were like, I'm Man, ready. Had to be shiny. <laughs> yes. Had to be. I know Corey, like, mm, I got nothing to contribute. <laughs> nothing right. to contribute. No, I, was thinking, I was just thinking, they probably don't even carry those these days. Nowadays, it's hair glue and stuff like lashes. Lashes, you know, extra pair of lashes and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm i not, um, I can't do the lashes. I won't say I'm not a fan because I think they look nice. I can't do the lashes. My skin too oily. I've. I pay for them to be done, and a couple hours later, they're falling yeah. off. Yeah. And I, let, let me just share this with y'all. Okay, so I was out on a date, right? I went, mm-hmm. had my lashes done. I was looking all pretty, and my date said, uh, your lashes. What? <laughs> your oh, wow. lashes Wait, coming you? 
At least he told you. At least he told you. He saw the real you. He saw the real me. I said, you know what? Falling everything. You know, take it out. Let me take this off right. Right now. I had no shame. I said, you know what? Let me take this thing off. And I took both of them off because I had already gone back to the lady um, and had her reattach them and they still were falling mm-hmm. off. And so I was yeah. like, you know what? It's not for me. It's not for me. When, when stuff keeps falling out your life, you know what I'm saying? You got to let, let it go. go. You got to let, let it, it go. go. Yes. Let it go. Don't be holding on to things. Dead weight, dead eyelashes. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. I think you better let it go. I don't think that's how that song go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let me tell you guys about the, the Jackson family. Uh, of course, the wife is Ashley and the husband is Corey. And like I said, they do have... Um, three children. So they have um, one son who is 14 and one son who is 12. And he and his sister, Bree, right? Bree, yes. they are twins. And so I, I do want to ask them later about how they felt having twins. And so they have been together for 19 years. They've been married for 18 um, of the, the years together. And if you guys recall when I had the episode with Kevin Germain, he mentioned the Jackson family and their mind ministry. And so I was like, you know, we got to get them on this podcast to talk to them. So if you guys are thinking, Hey, I think I heard about the Jacksons. That's where you heard about them. Um, and so they share a love for the arts and, um, they are here to talk to us about their mind ministry as well as being a Christian family and raising, uh, Christian children. Welcome. (laughs) So how was you guys day? What'd y'all do today? Chill day. You know, we've been running a lot, but, um, I did, we we did go downtown for a little bit, walk Broughton street. Okay. I call it. You know, let's air out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. Just for a couple of hours and came back home. Now, did y'all stop at the candy store while y'all were downtown? We were across the street from the candy store, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we went in the candy store two weeks ago. So we right. to, today, today we, we just we, looked at it. We just looked at okay, it. Okay, yeah. okay. I understand. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's like that. Yeah. Um, and and so, you window shop. <laughs> Yeah, they always have sales for window shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get through this episode without me laughing. Oh, okay. So I know you guys live in Savannah, Georgia, but are you originally from Savannah? I am originally from Savannah, but my wife is from Albany, Georgia. Okay. And so what... What led you to move to uh, Savannah, Ashley? Well, (laughs) (laughs) it would have to be um, being married to my husband. He brought me here to Savannah. Um, I've never even been to Savannah. Um, Not really heard a lot about Savannah until I met Mm -hmm. Corey. So he was definitely... um, the vehicle the Lord uh, chose to bring me this way. So I'm glad to be here. Okay. And um, where'd you guys meet? 
we met at Albany State University. Go All Rams. Right. So, Corey, you were a student there or were you visiting a friend? No, I was a student. Okay. And so you saw Ashley, you saw hearts and butterflies. <laughs> tell us about tell us about your meeting. <laughs> this is gonna you. this is gonna be interesting. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Corey, you want to tell the story? No, I'll let you tell You're going to let me tell the story. And then I'll tell the truth after you. <laughs> well, this is always an interesting story because um, I actually met Corey through my boyfriend at the time. Uh -huh. He was introducing me to all of the students at Albany State that were in a um, Christian group. And so mm -hmm. he wanted me to make sure I knew certain people. And Corey was one of those people. I met Corey, said, hey, peace. And then we ended up having a class together. Mm -hmm. And in that class, the teacher was like, okay, if you ever miss class, don't come asking me about the assignments. You need to get to know somebody in this classroom mm -hmm. so that you can get the assignments from them. Or else... Study buddy. You can, you're going to get an F. Anyway... <laughs> Or else you're going to get an F. So, I, you know, I don't do Fs. So, I looked around the room, and I was like... She ain't look around no room. She looked straight at me. She's like, I already know who I'm getting my number two. And that's just that. I looked around the room. Oh, let me think. Who and I was think? like, yeah, right. I, don't, I don't like giving people my number like that. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I already met him. And my, you know, I, I already know him. And my boyfriend knew I knew him. So, I was like, okay, it's cool. I'll give uh -huh. Corey my number. I know he's a stand-up Christian guy. He's solid. He ain't trying to do none of that. She knew that. I gave him my number. <laughs> and... <laughs> I gave him my number and from then it was it was just simply, you know, what assignments did you miss or whatever. Mm -hmm. Me and my boyfriend, of course, did not end up working out, um, unfortunately, but we are still good friends to this day. Um, mm -hmm. He's real cool. So shout out to you if you're listening. But um, we ain't talk about no assignments. Though. But <laughs> anyway, 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 uh, so one day. <laughs> After we met one day, um, he saw me in the, was it student union parking lot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The student union parking lot. And I was just like, I don't know. I had to be looking down or looking like I was, you know, uh, stressed about something, thinking about something real deep in thought. And I remember him saying, um, he going to say, uh, cast not your cares on things of, uh, of this world, but on things above. So, you know, me being the Christian girl that I am, raised in the church, mother and father of pastors of a church in Albany, Georgia. Shout out to New Birth Fellowship of Albany, Georgia. <laughs> New Birth? New Birth. Um, <laughs> pastors Leon and Betty Gardner. But anyway, so he quoted the scripture to me. Like, I'm like, okay, first of all, who are you quoting the scripture to me? So I'm looking like, I know the scripture. So I'm looking like, okay. And he was like, you know, after he said the scripture, he was just like, um, well, I hope you have a good rest of the day. You know, um, if you ever need to, you know, call or whatever, just, you know, hit me up. And I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Went on about mm -hmm. my way. Later that night, um, February, was it February the 5th? Fifth, yeah. February the 5th, about, what, 19 years ago? 
He um he called me, left a message on my phone, and was just like, I'm just calling to check up to make sure you're feeling better. See, I should have been a social worker. So I was like, <laughs> what? I'm like, okay, so let me just call and see what he wants. Well, uh-huh. let's just say, Danielle, I, ain't hope the, I haven't hung up the phone since then. That was, what? What year was that? 2004? Yeah. 3, 2003, 2004? Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. That he called me on the phone, and we ended up talking and found out we had so much in common, even down to our spiritual giftings. Um, it was just mind-blowing um, of just how, how much we connected. So it was definitely a God connect. Nice. That's a beautiful story. And Corey, do you co-sign that that's a beautiful story and that's the right story? I'm on, I'm, you know, just for the people, I'm going to co-sign today. I'm, I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to behave. That's the story. That, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> so, Ashley, like, as you said, you, you know, your mom and dad, they're pastors of new birth. Uh, in Albany, Georgia. So it sounds like you grew up in church. I did. Yeah. And how about you, Courtney? Why do you want to keep calling you Courtney? I know your name is Corey. Corey. <laughs> so you was playing. Now, now you calling me that for real. <laughs> Welcome to the table. Courtney and Ashley's like, who is this? <laughs> well, let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> She done gave me a new husband, y'all. I, I want to be with this one, Corey. Just done added a T and a U in my name. Don't try to re- don't never let nobody rename you. you listen. Oh god! Oh god! And listen, it's not as if it's not on the screen where it says right, Corey. Right. I yeah. wanted to ask you that, but I you know what it is. You, you know what it is. It's because. It's because every time I see you, you look like Courtney Vance. And so I got to remember that you are not Courtney. You are Corey. Corey. So I apologize. I might have to just put my shades on or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You are not. No, it's not. Stop lying. It's not okay. This is (laughs) not Courtney. It's it's okay. It is. Corey. Corey. Courtney Corey. Yeah. Corey, I think for Halloween, yeah. just dress up as uh oh Courtney God. Vance as, and as then Ashley. You what? I'm gonna dress up as Corey on Halloween, then you're gonna call me. <laughs> Courtney. And then I call right. you right back. Ashley, I, you just dress up as uh as uh Angela Bassett. But you can't dress up as Angela Bassett because one of her greatest roles was when she played Tina Turner. So you need to find you a right. friend's dress. Yes. And roll it. Roll it. Roll it. Yes. All right. Corey, did you grow up in church as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what church were you a member of as a kid? So, um, when I actually started being active was overcome mm-hmm. by faith. That was in, uh, sixth grade. Okay. I came over, overcome by faith in sixth grade. Yeah. And from there, been churching ever since, but I mean, I've been to previous churches. I was a member of pre- previous churches, uh, uh, family owned church as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
But yeah, when I got active, when I consider myself being in church, church, mm-hmm. definitely my faith. Yeah, and you know, um, that's one of the reasons. Like, not only has your name come up on this podcast, but Overcoming by Faith has come up on this podcast a number of times, and it is because they are a family, uh, a family church. It's a church for the whole family, and I think a lot of people are drawn to the church because children are not seen as extra. I feel like children are the center um, of the church, and so the, all the art mi- ministries, and then Children's Church. Mm-hmm. Overcoming by Faith does Children's Church so much uh, different than maybe some churches I've seen in the past. Like children's church was like, you sit there, you have juice and crackers and you wait for your mama and your daddy <laughs> to finish service. But at overcoming by faith, the children are actually taught the word of God. And so, um, and then how things are orchestrated there. Even if you're a visitor, you feel comfortable leaving your children, uh, with the staff. Um, most of the people who work in children's church, are educators. And so these are people who are already used to being with children on a daily basis. And so they know how to handle them, you know, maybe when they get a little bit fussy. Uh, so yeah, I, I can see why you were attracted to Overcoming by Faith and got involved, you know, at a, such a young age. Yeah. Um, do you remember how I mean, this is for Ashley? Do you remember how Corey proposed to you? Oh my goodness! <clears throat> yes, I do. You're asking all of the funny story questions. I think there's not a well, it's probably not an unfunny story that we have. Um, so Corey, uh, Corey, do you want to tell about our, my proposal? So funny thing is, I never proposed to Ashley. <laughs> Okay. Next question. <laughs> so I told you, her she was going to be. He told me. Yeah, I told her that I was going to be his wife one yeah, day, and that's that's just that. But the way he did it, <laughs> no, let's talk about the way you did it. So we went on um, a was it? I don't even know. Was it a date? Was it a date? We was at a family reunion. And and we, I took her. That was her first time in Savannah. Um, mm-hmm. We had already, you know, been together for probably what three days. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Not true. So she came down for one of our family reunions. I took her down to River Street because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's the first time in Savannah. Took her down to River Street, and you know, we was just chit chatting, and you know, it wasn't planned. I just told her. I just screamed out. He yelled out and, I, well, and yes, said, "Yeah." yeah. This is Ashley, and she's going to be my wife, wife one, one day. day, day, day and I was day, like, day, day, day. <laughs> what? Yeah. Literally, I was like, Corey, just, and everybody I, I started clapping. And yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did, what just happened? Like, seriously? Right. Yeah. So that's really literally how it happened. Um, after, after I proposed to her one day. <laughs> <laughs> he made up for it for our 10-year anniversary. He did it right. I, I, okay. I must put that in. 10-year anniversary, he did it right. He took me to the same spot, Danielle, uh-huh. and it was, I was like... She fell for it again. I was like, why are we walking in the cold? It was super cold that night, and he literally then got on one knee, gave me a, um, 
an upgraded ring and proposed. So it was it was really oh. cute. But um my first our first proposal was like it was just one of those random things. But when I tell you we knew that we were meant to be together, um mm -hmm. we knew and we knew soon, sooner than most people would think you would know. Um I think it was because of just my, my a little bit of my backstory of, of what I've been through prior to Corey. So mm -hmm. I kind of knew what I wanted, you know, mm -hmm. and he knew what he prayed for. I knew what I prayed for. And when I, when we, when we came together, it was no, it was no um, real long thinking process about it. So that's so why I say we were together three days. It was not yeah. three days. <laughs> it was maybe like 11 months, 11 months. Okay. And then we got married. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so let me ask, Corey, did you, uh, did you ask her mom and her dad for a hand in marriage? Um, they gave me her hand. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I mean, did they give you some cattle too? <laughs> right. In a, in a thousand lands. Well, you, you know what? I do love cattle. <laughs> no, um, I think the, her, her mom probably did, mm -hmm. you know, we connected first. Mm -hmm. uh, and like she said, she had been through some things prior to us uh, meeting. So, her dad was a little bit more reserved for a longer period of time, but mm -hmm. her mom pretty much was for it, you know, earlier. And then once her dad saw that, well, he probably been saw it. He just didn't say anything about it. Or he didn't acknowledge it, like bring it to the forefront. But, mm -hmm. you know, at that point, you know, it was, it was a, it was a go. So. Nice. I think that's so awesome. So you said you guys had some things in common. So not only did you have a love of God, but what were some of the other things that you had in common? Well, we both mime since we're talking about talking a little bit about that. Um, I actually was miming here in Savannah for several years prior to even leaving. And Ashley was before I knew her, she was miming in Albany. Okay. So, and like I said, we didn't know each other at that time, but once we, once I moved to Albany and whatever the case is, I was playing football <laughs> and um, we was at a Christian organization, like a meeting that night and we were talking and um, one of the things that came up was dancing, like mime. And mm -hmm. she knew me as playing ball and she didn't believe me. I did not believe so, him because I'm like, ain't no way in the world this muscle buff guy, mine. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, I was just like, you just saying that because you're trying to get my attention. She thought I was trying to holler at him. You, know you was. <laughs> she thought I was trying to speak to some game. You on, was. On Mac back in the day. We called but Mac. he was but, telling um, the truth. Yeah. Like, when I actually saw him, mine for the first time, um, I could definitely tell that there was an anointing on his life. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't for, like, show. He was doing mm -hmm. it with a real relationship and a connection with God. So that kind of impact that he had when he ministered when he ministers even today um that comes from a, a real walk with god and i knew that so it was like okay wow um so it just kind of went from there i think um because we had a mind ministry at our um church where me and mm -hmm. um, my close friend we mimed together and we also had a dance ministry that my mom at the time was over at our mm -hmm. church and um she asked if um, when she figured out that Corey could mime, she said, okay, you know, 
let's see what you got. Literally, she made me audition, and in, she in the was lobby. like, "Okay, let me see what you got." And he 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 mime, and then the no, next. I want, no, I want to make sure that's for the record. Oh my gosh! She her mom made me pretty much audition. Well, you needed to. In she the needed lobby to see, area. She needed she, to see the I all. Didn't, I didn't even make it to the sanctuary. You yet. needed to see the all. I mean, you're not going you know, like to you you get on the stage you know, until you see the all. You know when you first walk into a church, there's a lobby area. Well, that's, yeah. that's where I had to dance. That's what we had practice there you know, they that day. We had they practice, practice in the, in the lobby. lobby. They, yes, practice, they practice on the stage because I had visited church <laughs> the part of college age ministry, so I seen them. <laughs> I had, oh. I had I had to audition in front of like twenty other female dancers, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when you know. And it wasn't about them; it was you know. I was looking because I came from an arts church, you know. Mm-hmm. That was something that if I couldn't if I couldn't be in the arts if if the if the church didn't have arts, like I I felt like something was missing. So when I came to her church and saw my first day there visiting, they were dancing. I was like, oh. And we got this one. Yeah. And so to answer your uh-huh. question, that was something that I think that probably was the first thing that kind of we we felt like we connected and kind mm-hmm. of shared. You know, um, I <clears throat> assume that you guys started miming, like you brought miming to Overcome by Faith. I had no idea that you were already doing this separately. And then you that's what brought you, you know, one of the things that brought you guys together. Yeah. And you do it so well. I mean, yeah, you, 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 you just execute your, your ministry so well. And, um, the song choices, um, you know, that you choose, it really does. It touch your heart. It allows you to connect. It ministers to you. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have a question since we're talking about marriage. Did you guys do premarital counseling or um, marital counseling once you got uh, married? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I, think it's, it's, um, yeah. I couldn't see not doing it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, why was that important for you? I think it just spoke to our values. Um, mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure we were doing it right, getting it right. And, you know, just hear, just get guidance, you know, um, it mm-hmm. wasn't something that we took for granted or took lightly, but, um, it was just a value that, that we both shared that we, we knew was, was necessary mm-hmm. in our lives. So I didn't come from a, a, that type of upbringing. So, but she did. So she mm-hmm. believed in it because she witnessed it. I believed in it because I wanted to create it. I wanted to be a part of it. So mm-hmm. our, you know, even though our backgrounds were different, you know, our, our values and goals were, were, were flowing. Okay. Now we talked a lot about, um, Ashley's parents, like if they gave permission, but what about you, Corey? Did you have to go? How did you break the news to your family? Or not break the news. Like it's a bad thing, but how did you let your family know, Hey, I met, a young lady in college and um I want to marry her. Um my mom was pretty cool. My mom came down um I forgot what occasion it was, but she did visit all visit us in Albany and I introduced her to her and I think she felt like it was a goal. Uh, where, where was that? Was it Ryan's? A Golden Corral. It was one right. Yeah, I think it was at Golden Corral, Corral and uh we mm-hmm. kind of told her. I mean, she knew she was, you know, um 
you know, my girlfriend at the time and, and she she was on board with it. So she never was 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 against it, once, especially once she met her. If anything, they had, you know, they, they had a good little conversation. And mm. my mom, once I, once my mom started telling her everything about me, like, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> but we, we, we can talk about that. But that's when I knew you know, everything was good. Yeah. Ashley, what was one of the things his mom told you about uh, him? Um, that he's very private. Um, mm-hmm. and I knew that just by people would think Corey is more like, um, he does have like an extrovert part of him where he's mm-hmm. just like, Hey, everybody, blah, blah. but he's real, he's real private. And so she, she just told me, you know, Corey, he's private, even with, with some of the stuff he do that he don't have to be private with, you know, if he's counting his money, he count his money under the table real low. Like, I don't know, like, um, a bag of thieves coming from the side of the corner, you know, <laughs> up under the table. I don't know, but he's just real private. But, um, uh-huh. that's, that's one of the things that stuck out with me. Um, I did not know. I mean, I knew Corey was funny, was, you know, jovial, mm-hmm. but I think the, the more we spent time together, um, I really saw, um, <coughs> his, 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 um, other side of just being happy and, um, go lucky. He was always a guy about balance um, mm-hmm. and that's something I can say he definitely brought to me in my life, um, brought balance, showing me that, yes, you can love God, um, and you can have fun and you can laugh and you're not a sinner cause you had a good time, you know, mm-hmm. um, but just doing everything, um, in moderation, making sure that, you know, your relationship with God is solid, but you also are relatable to people. And I think that's very important. And we we actually use that um, value and goal just in how we interact with different people all the time. You know, being relevant, um, not just, you know, one-sided, but also being balanced. That's cool. Um, that's good to know. And I hope that that is able to to help someone, you know, help a couple. Maybe they're just starting to date. They could even be single. But hopefully that is able to to teach people, you know, don't always be so serious. It's good to have fun. It's good to have a balanced life. I think uh, whether they're in church or not, I think that's something that maybe people struggle with. You know, it's like, oh, I'm all work. Oh, I'm all play. No, you can't. You can't be all of something all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, y'all know I like to talk about food. Do y'all remember what you ate at Ryan's? Or Golden Corral? I think it was Golden Corral. Um, I had, every every time I go there, I always get the mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm -hmm. I probably had, on me, I probably had some fried chicken and probably a salad or something like that. Mm. Me, I probably had, um, because I always get the same thing, the macaroni and cheese, the corn, green beans, and probably like some chicken, like fried chicken or baked chicken. It was either one or the other, depending on what they had on the. And some fried okra. You and some fried okra. okra. That's like my favorite. I love me some fried okra. So. She's from the country, so fried okra. <laughs> <laughs> some fried okra. I don't know why people don't like okra. Okra is so good. I love okra. I love yes. It. When um when I was a kid, we used to go to Ryan's. I think they used. You know, remember when restaurants used to have like kid nights? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so my mom knew all the kids' nights. She knew the kid nights at like Ryan's, Captain D's, you know, all those little restaurants. Um, and so I used to get, I know, I know I don't eat meat now, but I keep telling y'all I have a life before becoming vegan. So um, I used to like the little chicken wings, the fried chicken wings at Ryan's. And then I used to like to go get the self-serve ice cream. Now, I don't know what else I ate, but I know I had chicken wings and I had ice cream. <laughs> Listen, Ryan's had the best chicken. Hands down. Yes. Best chicken. Yes. I, oh, gosh. Yeah, I remember that. We don't have a Ryan's uh, in Savannah anymore. No. I think it's um, Old Town Buffet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same yeah. Spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so when, um, like, okay, I want to know what kind of degrees did you guys get in college? Did you earn? So my undergraduate degree is in behavior analysis mm-hmm. and my graduate degree is in human services and counseling mm-hmm. and life coaching. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. Ashley? My undergrad is in business um, management, mm-hmm. and then I am currently getting my master's at SCAD um, with a degree in creative business leadership. Really? The, the, wow. I want to know, what do you guys do? I have no idea. All I know is that y'all go to Overcome by Faith, y'all got three kids, and you mine. So I, I'm, I'm finding out information about them, too. So, all right. So tell, tell us, what do you guys do in Savannah? I'm a career advisor. Where at? At SCAD, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I work for the Board of Education in the Student Information Systems Department as mm-hmm. a um, training and scheduling coordinator for the district. So um, you do training for new employees? So in, any new employee, um, it could be teachers or whatever role that they have at the district. If they use mm-hmm. um, our database, which is PowerSchool, um, mm-hmm. the SIS, the um, Information Systems Department, uh, we actually train them on how to use the system and how to navigate the system. So, yes, ma'am. Okay. So this has nothing to do with Miami. But knowing that both of you guys work in an educational environment, when, um, you know, the world was shut down, right? And, um, you know, going through the pandemic, did you work from home? Yes. Yep. Okay. And so for your family, what are some things that you all did to kind of cope with that situation of, you know, being home full time because I know the kids are normally at school, you're normally at work. And so now you're spending more time together. What are some ways that you, you dealt with that situation? Well, um, we're very intentional about letting everyone have their own space. Mm-hmm. So one kid was in one room, two kids was in another room. Ash was in her room and I was in the dining room. So we wasn't always around each other. Mm-hmm. So we gave each other you know, that space, uh, we made sure we created breaks, you know, so that no one's like overwhelmed or overloaded doing one thing or sitting at a table for eight hours a day. Um, we also like during lunchtime, we take a walk to the stop sign. Let's go hit the stop sign and come back just to get some fresh air, 
You know, we do mm-hmm. we do that a lot. Even to this, that we was doing that before the pandemic, just being mm-hmm. intentional, like just going walks. Uh, let's go ride our bikes through the woods. Let's do something like that. You know, not necessarily like going out, but in our neighborhood. So, giving each other space, and then coming mm-hmm. back together, and let's go breathe the same air together. And I, I like, I would say during that time, the pandemic was a, it was a very challenging time. Um, just to hear just mm-hmm. about everything that was going on and everybody dealing with everything differently. But what I love is what we, we really tried to do any moment that we had to go do something that was safe. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we had to wear our mask. Yes, we had to make sure we kept our distance, but we made trips to the park. We went to the lake to feed the ducks. Um, we went to a um, farm to pick strawberries. Mm-hmm. Like we just found things to do as a family um, Mm -hmm. that was fun and that was out of our normal comfort zone. We love nature. Mm -hmm. um, So uh, we took that opportunity to dig, to dig deep. I mean, we garden, my husband Mm -hmm. um, gardens with the kids. We, I mean, we just found different things to do. um, And it was kind of fun. I think the kids, um, when they were asked, um how how was how was it was in the pandemic they were saying well it's an adjustment you know we had to adjust mm-hmm. to the new normal mm-hmm. um one thing that pastor rick says uh, all the time he says fight the fight you're in you know this is the fight we're gonna we see it it's here we're not ignoring it but now we got to govern ourselves accordingly to the new mm-hmm. rules and the laws of the land and that's what we did but that didn't mean we didn't have fun um, that didn't mean we didn't laugh. That didn't mean we didn't cry. That probably didn't mean we had, didn't get upset. We probably had more fun. <laughs> um, right. I mean, cause we had to think mm-hmm. outside of the box. So, I mean, I remember, mm-hmm. I think for, uh, Easter, nobody was, you know, in oh, church yeah. or in the building. We had a egg, a Easter egg hunt around our yard yep. and, mm-hmm. um, daddy had his, 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 um, what you call a water, water gun. Uh huh them around as they were picking the eggs out of the yard so we just kind of made up stuff we had a chalk right. day sidewalk chalk. chalk and we yeah. did our own sidewalk chalk yeah. um our garage and do like the kids do like make tie-dye shirts like little stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah don't don't cost a lot it's safe and you're still mm-hmm. having a good time you know but that that egg that egg um easter egg hunt was good it was fine when they first walked outside it was like oh this is gonna be easy we can just walk in the yard and get candy i literally just spread it out in the front yard nothing was hidden but uh-huh. they had went in order to get it so that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that does make uh for an interesting easter egg hunt <laughs> <laughs> i so think put it on pinterest Yes. yes Next fine. year, I think you should do it reverse. Let the kids hide the candy in the yard. <laughs> you go find it, and they spray y'all with water guns. Right, right, right. Yeah, I like be, that, that idea. Be. I think the kids might like that too. Oh, they would love it. They would love it. <laughs> they need super, super soakers. Yes. I don't know. They might not like that because they won't get no candy. Look. No, what's, I have all the- <laughs> what's, what's y'all's is theirs? Y'all gonna share the candy? It's family candy. Yeah. yeah, we'll share it. We'll share it. We'll share it. Look, we'll share it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so for the mind ministry, I want you guys to um, tell us some of the places that you've gone. Of course, I know you've done it at church, but tell us some of the places miming has taken you. Yeah, um, we've traveled um, near and far. 
We've been mm-hmm. up to Boston. We've been to California. California. We've been to. We opened up. We have, we've opened up for so many gospel artists that people know today. Um, our biggest opportunity was Bobby Jones. Do you remember Bobby Jones? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. was on Bobby Jones. Uh, we really. Word Network. Word Network. So we was, yeah, we was on national television. We was on the Word Network channel. Um, but it was a, a industry retreat, and we we opened that up as well. You know, we we sat behind uh, was that Ty Tribbett when Ty Tribbett first came out. Yeah, uh, we was like, man, who are these these beautiful people with with uh, college uniforms on? Because they had like the preppy, the preppy. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. We didn't. We knew Ty Tribbett, but we didn't. At the moment, we didn't know we were sitting right behind them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah cool. so we met a lot of. Uh, industry artists there but that probably was our biggest and that was in hollywood, hollywood florida. florida yep wow so how did these people find out about you like and how did they get in contact with you <laughs> she gonna think we super deep on this one <laughs> no um all right so <laughs> so it's twofold i'll let you tell the you mailing it all okay so how how did they even know Jackson Two Mind was a thing, right? That's what you're asking. Yeah. Um. So one day I was, I don't know. I just was like, honestly, like I told you, when I saw Corey dance, I was like, somebody needs to see this. So I got a tape put together with Corey, um, dancing just by himself solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I added us, you know, just. You know, hey, it's, it's not going to hurt. You know, I'll add us on at the end. But I sent it to Bobby Jones Gospel um, just as a demo really? and just had asked them. Yeah, just ask them, you know, would you take a look? Um, we would love to be a part of the show. And I kind of left it at that. I mean, it was like I put it out there. I trusted God. Hands off. I didn't worry about it anymore. And then, Corey, you want to the other part? And then I didn't even know she did that. I knew she created mm-hmm. a CD. Because mm-hmm. I saw the CD, but I didn't know she mailed it off, like mailed a copy off. So once we had moved to, so that was when we was in Albany, actually. Yeah. Once we moved back, to, when we first moved to Savannah, um, this is a random day. I, I think it was in the middle of the day. I had a dream. I was taking a nap, and I had a dream that um, I went to the mailbox, and it was an invitation from Bobby Jones. <laughs> like an envelope, a, a letter from Bobby Jones. Yeah. I had not known she sent sent the CD, but I just woke up and had that dream. And then I came in and I told, and then I'm still talking about the dream. And I still right. I said, uh, Bay, I, we got a letter from Bobby Jones. And I know you're not going to believe me. Like, that was in the dream. Right. Then one day it actually happened. I don't even think I told her the dream. No, did I? Yeah, I did, you told I did, me. Yeah, I did tell her the dream. But... Okay. Not not long ago, it happened exactly like that. He I went going to, the, to mailbox the mailbox, and forgot about it, it. Opened it up, opened and up. it was a letter from Bobby Jones asking us to come to Hollywood, Florida, to be opening uh-huh. the open up the show. So I was just yeah. like, "What? What?" Yeah, we were like super excited, super 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 excited. So um, from there, we started. Um, a lot of people probably have seen our YouTube videos. Um, that's mm-hmm. one way they can look at some of our dances that we've done. Um, not all of our dances are on this YouTube channel, but a good bit of them are. Um, mm-hmm. If they go to YouTube and type in Jackson to mine, 
Um, you will see some of our videos. I believe one of our videos reached a million views. A couple of them did, yeah. Wow. So, um, I think that's the encourage yourself. Um, this back when song. MySpace was was a thing too. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to have a MySpace page, a MySpace page and too. all of this stuff. So um, our videos are still out there. We're still trying to um, you know minister to people. We do have a Facebook page. Jackson to mine. We try to keep everything the same, but um, mm -hmm. also if people want to get in touch with us, they can, you know, talk to us directly. We do a lot more teaching now than we do ministering. Mm -hmm. um, just, just the season that we're in, you know, with our kids and our family, um, we find it better, you know, just kind of just trying to expand. Um, we're always teaching, always trying to grow the next generation mm -hmm. of mimers. Um, mm -hmm. It's really, truly a passion of ours. And speaking of teaching, um, not just at church, but we've we've taught sessions at, at other ministries who are probably trying to get their youth, you know, connected in a different uh, form of arts. Um, we've done a lot of summer camps as well. Yes, those That's are always probably fun. probably been a lot, like, the most rewarding because these are kids from all over you know, different walks of life, different, you know, uh, backgrounds and mm -hmm. to, to work with them in like a six week camp, you know, and see them put on a little showcase at the end. Yes. Yeah. Always so rewarding. We, we've yeah. definitely had a lot of great opportunities and experiences, uh, you know, with, with mine. Wow. I had no idea that you all have done that. I think it's amazing. Um, do your kids mind or are they involved in other arts? Both. Both. Okay. It is our dream. It's my dream one day. I would love it if all of my babies would, um, we would, the Jackson 5, 9 team coming out. It <laughs> might be coming someday soon. We'll see. Um, but um, our boys, mine, and our um, little girl, she's really into what you call it. Um, she does ballet. Ballet, and modern, modern dance. Yeah. Um, she's. They all are really good and really gifted. Um, and we, we, we really try not to pressure them to do something we put it out there let them try it and um we'll see what happens because uh, i really believe that to to mime or to do anything it has to come from a passion within mm -hmm. um yes you have to be exposed to it but i never want to make them do it because it'll have a different spirit behind it and we need to have the right spirit behind mm -hmm. um, right. when, you're, when you're ministering. So yeah. um, it's one thing to just dance, but whenever you're you're actually trying to get forth a message, you want to make sure that's something that comes from within. So, yeah. Well, I pray that one day she, you know, she even if it's just for a one-time event, that she is able to join you all oh, yeah. um, in I'm ministering, sure and uh, you can have that that little moment, like the Jackson five movement mo movie where she said the Jackson four just became the Jackson five. <laughs> well, she, she dances. She already, she's in like right. all the dance groups. So yeah. to add mine, right. that's, that's really, really the read. The main reason is that she already does so many other, remember so many, uh, core, I don't see how she do it, but so many different choreographies. So adding mime is just a whole nother element. And it's totally different from just dancing to, to, to just music. So, um, was your daughter involved in a movie or a stage play at some point? I think I remember you posting that on Facebook. Can you tell us about that for a moment? So actually our daughter and our son, but you're referring, you're referring to uh so one spirit, our, our daughter is a part of uh, a dance studio, one spirit, mm -hmm. which is located off of waters Avenue. Um, shout out to one spirit. Shout out to one spirit. And they, <laughs> and they, I think when the pandemic hit, 
they weren't able to do like recitals because of safety reasons. Mm-hmm. And so they got creative and started doing movies and with the dancers. And so we would go to the movie theater and they literally would create a movie, you know, within a couple of months. Um, but they dance, they do different types, different styles of dancing, different age groups of dancing. And um, mm-hmm. that's the movie. Well, they've done several of them, actually. Can't, I've, I, don't, I don't lost count how many movies. Yeah, I want to say seven, seven or eight movies yeah, now. Probably but, no less than seven, yeah. Um, they, they are really excellent um, dance ministry. I say ministry because they really do. It's not just about the skill, um, mm-hmm. but they really try to instill um, the spirit of the song. And they choose songs to make sure that um, they give off a message. Of, of Jesus Christ and the love of God and just, you know, they're excellent at what they do. So um, we're so excited and glad that she's a part of that. Yeah. You're right. And you said one of your sons uh, dance as well. So, so let me, let me recap all the arts. Okay. <laughs> okay. So our, our, our oldest son, he mm-hmm. was in theater. He's been in okay. stage plays and he's in a short film that we can't talk about yet. That's fine. <laughs> He's actually in a short, he's in a film. He was in a movie as well that's going to be aired later that we can't say. Nice. Uh, okay. So, uh, so he's in theater and he does, he does, um, he does that. Our second son, which is the twin, mm-hmm. he's more of an artist. Like he draws. He's really, he's into creating sculptures and um, painting and drawing. And that's his mm-hmm. thing. He wants to be an illustrator, mm-hmm. an author nice. for, for children's books. Um, so he does a lot. That's his art, his artistic gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mimes as well. Along our, with Corey. Along with our oldest son. So both the mm-hmm. boys mime as well. Our daughter, she is strictly, well, actually, I take that back. Yeah. She's a she's a dancer at heart, mm-hmm. but she does the, the blankets. Yeah. She yes. Creating the blankets. She does some drawing. Um, she's just really good with her hands. Like you, you put any, any, just, just put some materials in front of her. She can mm-hmm. create, she can see something and just create it. Like it's very we creative. haven't even released everything she's created, but she's very creative and just putting things together from, I'll say this from, from blankets to, she can probably make a pair of socks. Um, she probably can make a pillow, a, a pillowcase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a plushy toy like she just it's very creative yeah Yeah. i know every time i see you post about her blankets it's like okay we got enough orders she got to fill the orders but those blankets (laughs) are so beautiful like i don't know is she doing any for the summer that can be delivered in the I'm going to put this out there. She's always doing it, but I don't always advertise it um, simply mm-hmm. because we, I try to give her space to mm-hmm. still be a kid because yeah. it was like when she first, I mean, honestly, I thank God. It's been like a year since she started to almost two, two years. years yeah. This making mm-hmm. the second year. She hasn't really have not had an order since then. Wow. Since she started. So she, I just don't advertise a lot about it, but um, right now she's doing, um, Lift different special projects, um, making different things. She's trying her hand at different things. But yes, if somebody's wanting a blanket from Breeze Blankets, let me know. Reach out to me on Facebook, Ashley Jackson. I'm her, her, her momager, and we will make sure <laughs> we get that order in for those blankets. But yes, she still does it throughout the summer. Okay, so um, after the podcast, I'll put in my order. Okay. So I can have... <laughs> 
And can I get like a signature or something before she become too famous? Oh my goodness. And I, I have to, I have to, you know, wait a year because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you got, you got special deals. We, we can hook you up. We got you. Okay, you, you got. It. I got the inside scoop. Okay, yes, all right. Thank you yes. very much. So tell, tell everybody, how do you balance? a life with, because you're, you know, you're doing ministry, the kids have activities. How do you, and of course you go to work. How do you balance all of this? We try to plan, you know, mm -hmm. not to the point where we can't be flexible, uh, mm -hmm. but we try to plan and we, we talk it out. We communicate into, so that we can know what works, what's not going to work, what we need to say no to, what we can say yes mm -hmm. to. Um, and that's not just between me and my wife. Like, we talk to the kids too. You know, mm -hmm. if they want to do something, uh, extracurricular activity, we tell them up front, you know, this is how much time is going to, it's going to be, mm -hmm. you won't be able to do this after school if you do that. So you need to make a choice. Mm -hmm. This is going to be three months, a three month commitment. Like we tell them those details up front, you know, right. what type of commitment it is. Um, and that helps them, that gives them some kind of say so in, in, in terms of like making decisions and, and processing what it is that, that they're going to do. So, and it also helps us pace ourselves as well. Cause we're the one that got to do most of the, the legwork, the yes. footwork. Mm -hmm. but just, just commute, just open communication and just finding mm -hmm. ways to be, uh, be creative and, and do things that everybody can enjoy and then mm -hmm. trying things that we never done before. Right. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you said, you, uh, you guys went out to pick strawberries. Yep. Yeah. I forgot yeah. how we found out about it, but yeah, it was something that we hadn't done done before. Um, mm -hmm. Now we kind of do it every now, now we do every, it every time. Year. <laughs> every, every year, every yeah. spring, summer, yeah. Since the um, pandemic, yeah. I've only gone. Um, so where do you go? I've only gone once. Uh, there's a local patch here, but where do you go at? The I may be pronouncing it wrong, but Ottawa Farms or Ottawa, or Ottawa Farms. It starts Ottawa. with the O. Ottawa. That Farms. sounds so familiar. Is it Ottawa? It's either Ottawa or Ottawa. I could be pronouncing wrong. Please forgive me if if the owner. I think it's Ottawa. That's it. That sounds so. Yeah, it's out near uh, Bloomingdale, right off right off the uh, exit there. Okay. Not, not hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what do you guys do with all these strawberries? Are you making like jams, cakes? What are you doing with all the strawberries we, and blueberries? We, we either we either eat it or give them away. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And when we did blueberries, we uh, we made muffins, blueberry muffins. Mm -hmm. But that my, my daughter is a huge, she's a huge fruit fan. So she actually mm -hmm. can eat all of those. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> buying blueberries every week just for her. Yeah. She's, she yeah. But yeah. yeah. Eat them or put it in, you know, put a muffin in it, you know, just do different things. But really, <laughs> okay. it's, you know, that's good. But really, the best part about it is us out there mm -hmm. in the field just having a good time and just seeing yeah. who can pick the most. That's really what it's yeah. about. It's not about, it's really not what we bring home. <laughs> just mm -hmm. being together. It's just that time together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys, you know, grew up, um, as church kids. So what are some things that you feel is important for you to instill into your kids, raising them as Christians? That um, God is real mm -hmm. um, and that he wants to have a real relationship with you. I think that's one of the main things that I know um, was taught to me, you know, that prayer life, 
prayer is just a simple conversation that I'm having, just like we're having a conversation at the table. Mm-hmm. That's your conversation you can have with God and tell God about your day and what you're doing. Um, and as you get to know him, as you learn more of his word, he becomes real and relevant to you in your space, in your world. And to see God work in their world is amazing, but they have to first know that God is definitely real. And they do know that. And it's it's great mm-hmm. to hear like my son or my, my daughter tell me about a test that they have and they are scared and they're afraid. And then we quote the scripture and then we pray and then they say, hey, mommy, guess what? I got an A on my test. I'm like, see, that's what prayer can do. You know, it's yeah. no luck. Oh, you lucky. Oh, girl, you no, you Mm-mm. you are blessed. And this came from work, <laughs> from hard work and prayer in God. It not, it's not a magic dust where you're just going to pray and it's going to happen. No, God needs your effort. He needs your work. Once you do that, he will bless that and, and, and promote you and push you forward. And so we really try to. Um, not only speak it, but Daniel, it's, 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 to me, it's more living it, being that example. Um, when they see mommy worshiping mm-hmm. or see daddy on the drum, see daddy singing, see mama sing, I want them to see us serving, not just on stage, but what, what are we doing off stage? What are we doing at home? You know, how do we conduct mm-hmm. ourselves when nobody else is watching? I believe that is the right. biggest lesson, you know, you can give because, um, being a Christian, it's not just about, you know, who see you and who, who got the likes. But how are you behind closed doors? What are, how are you in your relationship with your children? And um, how does that reflect a Christ-like relationship? Yep. Yeah, man, that um, not only was that a true statement, but that was a powerful statement because, um, and this is not like a Christian thing, but in life, I think sometimes kids will see their parents be one way in public and then when they get home, it's a whole different person. And mm-hmm. so to know that not only you like, okay, when we go out, this is the walk. But when we home, we're going to walk the same walk, you know, together. Right. So I think um, I think that's important. And kids emulate whatever they see their parents doing. You don't have to say anything. They just, they are watching you. They are mm-hmm. like... Um, I'm not a tech person, but they're like a, 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 com- a computer system. All the stuff that you are putting out, they're just taking it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, t- let me ask you, have your kids had any challenges in school that you've had to like counsel them and maybe they've been able to take what you have taught them and maybe go on to school to help a friend or even maybe uh, a teacher? Have they had any of those situations? Yeah, absolutely. And would you mind sharing one with us? Sure. Um, you can tell, tell you, like, which kid? No, you don't have to. You just tell us. Just, so um, all of our kids have had, you know, some kind of academic challenge. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a, they're not perfect. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And we never, we don't use that word in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anywho, uh, yeah, they've had challenges. And let's just take math, for instance. Um Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes our kids can, everyone has a different learning style, but mm-hmm. two particular kids don't ask questions. They don't, they just listen and observe, but they don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And I kind of try to help correlate that to, you know, to, to your, to your walk with Christ. You know, you seek, you ask, you knock, you know, you can't expect 
to receive the information that you need in order to function if you don't seek, ask, and knock. So it's as simple of just a basic life skill of raising your hand and asking the question, asking for help, um, asking for, for greater assistance, and not being a prideful uh, individual. We don't want them growing up thinking that they know it all because that's mm-hmm. so not the case. We don't know it all. Sometimes right. I have to go and, and, and talk to Siri myself. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but just just encouraging them to not be afraid to to ask for help, you know, mm-hmm. um, and in your Christian walk, you can't do it alone. You can't do yeah. it alone. You, you have to have a, a circle, a trusted circle, safety net that you can go to and know that you're not alone, but more so that you can't do it alone. And mm-hmm. so once they started getting that concept, their grades started to improve and um, their confidence enhanced and they felt better about themselves and that's where their self-esteem their confidence because you think about it school is their world that's their they're there yeah at work you know so Mm -hmm. um that's that's where they spend a lot of times and we understand that so but using that as a testament to just a basic thing that even adults struggle with you know so yeah Yeah. i know i know uh (laughs) that is a struggle for me um, asking for help sometimes. Um, I'm learning. I am, I am getting so much better at, um, asking for help. And you know what I would say, it doesn't even come down to the, to the ask It's the trust, Mm -hmm. the trust that if I ask someone, not only are they going to they're going to help me, but they're not going to shame me. They're not going to make me feel um, less than because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, it's, when you when you said that, you know, asking, I, of course, you know, being a being a uh, girl raised in church, I think of the song, the old song that says, ask the savior to help you. Um to comfort and heal you. He is able to keep you. He will carry you through. Um, you have to have, like you said, you got to have that trust um, mm-hmm. that when I ask, I know that he's going to perform it. I know that he's going to do it. I know that he's mm-hmm. not going to fail me. I know that he won't let me down because I asked him. And that's all he asked is for us to ask. And there's so many mm-hmm. things that, you know, we forfeit because we don't Ask. Ask. We, we just we we try to do it on our own and god said all i want to know is that you want me to come in and be mm-hmm. god in your life I, I i can do it i got a record yeah. to show you that i can do it but <laughs> i need you to ask me to come mm-hmm. and do it that's like the activation for him to come in and do what he needs to do so mm-hmm. um i I'm, I'm not saying i'm perfect but i mean my god um i have to get to the point to where i have to ask lord help me god Give me strength. That's that's the prayer I've been having lately. Give me strength. Um, calm my mind. Um, you know, when you're going through so much, you got so much going on, and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm, you, you can get overwhelmed. And it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, let's take a moment. Let me pray. Let me ask God to help me. And then I need to be practical and actually apply what I need to do in real life. Okay, learn how to say no. Some of this stuff is only because I said, yeah. <laughs> So learning how to say no, and and that's a practical way to be relieved of all of this other extra pressure. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, another great point, saying no, because sometimes 
I, I'll just, I won't speak for anybody self, anybody but myself, but, um, sometimes you can feel obligated, mm-hmm. you know, be, depending on who's asking you, especially when it comes to family and close friends, you're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm being selfish or I don't want to, but sometimes you have to say no for yourself. Because if you stretch yourself so thin to sometimes you can regret saying yes. And then when you are helping them, whatever that situation is, it's not a joyful act anymore. You know, because you're like, I don't really want to be here. And are you really giving them your all? Right. Right. Whereas if maybe you said no, they would have found someone else who could have executed that enjoy and mm-hmm. a lot better right yeah, yeah you don't want to so. sacrifice your peace you know um mm-hmm. and that's that's something that helps us make those decisions is am i am i saying yes for someone else to have peace and i sacrifice my own mm, that's good because i still have a wife and kids to go home to mm-hmm. or do i sacrifice this moment of saying no which i which i'll get past and I still have peace. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what is it that you are giving up? What What is it that you're sacrificing in this moment and not owning it? Once you make that decision, you know, you can't own it. Mm-hmm. it. I I was just, um, I don't know if y'all noticed, I'm a, high, I'm a hygienist and a counselor. <laughs> because my patients come in, they have situations. So we, we, we clean and talk all at the same time. But I was telling one of my patients the other day, I said, sometimes you have to be a little self-centered. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's not, it's not a bad thing. And I even told her, I said, while well, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. But you have to be a little um, self-centered sometimes because if you get so burnt out, you have nothing left for yourself. Right. And sometimes you need those moments. You don't have, it doesn't have to be a moment where you're actually doing anything. Sometimes to just have a moment to be quiet, you know, because sometimes people might say, oh, well, can you do such and such? And if you say no, they may like, well, what do you have to do? Nothing. I have nothing to do. And, and that's okay. That's right. okay. Yeah. We had a, um, another episode on here with boundaries. Um, mm. and so you have to establish those healthy boundaries, um, with your family, friends, or whomever, even coworkers, you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You said something yeah. really key. You said burnout, being burnt out. And that's, that's what it's all about right there. Mm-hmm. You'll go burned out being a blessing. Mm. Hey, no longer a blessing. It's no longer a blessing. It might right. seem like it's a blessing to that other person, but it's definitely not a blessing for you. Yep, it's a burden to you. But yeah. I think yeah, because now you on I life learned, support, right? But one thing I learned: if when God calls you to to do something, um, He'll give you the strength to go through it. He'll give you the mm-hmm. patience. He'll give you everything you need to carry out that task. But it's only when I know when I act outside of myself and I try to do something because I wanted to do it. Then mm-hmm. I'm like you said, I'm frustrated 
um, disgusted and busted because I tried to do something that God didn't even grace me to do. And I'm then I'm saying, Lord, help me, help me. He's looking at me like, well, I didn't tell you to go do it. But he, <laughs> right. he, he always finds a way to, to, to give me what I need, but I have to learn that every every um, assignment may not be for me. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have to just be clear about what the assignment is for me in that season and, and go for it. Yeah. Um, I think you have already kind of touched on this, but I still want to ask you the question for folks who are in ministry, art ministries. Um, what advice would you give someone or maybe someone who's interested in getting involved in art ministries? What's some advice you would give them? Okay. Um, to do it, do it from the heart. Um, whatever art ministry that you find yourself, um, drawn to, whether it's singing, whether it's dancing, an instrument, whatever it may be, um, do it from a real place. Um, I love, um, ministering, um, through song and dance. Um, I love ministering through song and and using my voice. But either way, I try to find a testimony or something that I personally connect with. Because if it doesn't minister to me first, how else is it going to minister to the people? So I would encourage you, encourage um, that someone to just find a place inside their heart. You know, why are you doing what you're doing? Is th- Does this mean something to you? Does this song speak to you? Because that's half the battle. If it speaks to you, then most definitely you and God got something going on. When you minister, you know, it can be something that you're doing to honor God. And then somebody else through that gets blessed. Mm-hmm. Corey, did you have anything you want to add to that? Nah, she she pretty much hit it on on hit it on the head. Yeah. Ashley, I just have to tell you, I used to love seeing you sing in church. It's like you're so young, but you got this like this seasoned woman spirit. Like when you get up there and you're, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm serious. I, I, you I can see that you're feeling the songs when you're singing. You know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but you oh got. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that next time I sing. I might, I might do it and don't know what I'll be. I don't know what I'm doing. It. I, I think you but do. No, I, I really try to connect with the song that I'm singing. Mm-hmm. Every song has a message. Mm-hmm. So. What is that message and how does it relate to me? And let it minister to me first so that it can then again minister to the people. So I'm glad that you've been blessed. Um, Like I say, it's just God has done so much in my life. Um, I'm young at at heart, and but I've been through a lot. And so I I just know where my help come from. And I love singing about it. Yeah. Yes. Well, listen, I have... um... I have kept y'all on here and I do want to be respectful for of your time. So is there anything that um, you want to convey to those who are listening that maybe we didn't touch on? Mm. Love God, love people, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, live a balanced life. Um, keep God first. Um, everything else will fall into place. Um, 
Anything else, Mr. Jackson? Yeah, balance. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Tell yourself it's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't be so deep. Don't outthink yourself. Don't overthink it. Don't underthink it. Just tell yourself it's okay. Take it one day at a time. Nice. So I I want you guys to you've actually you've already shared a little bit, but let's just recap it. Share your social media with everyone in case they are interested in maybe having you come to teach or maybe having you come to minister. How can everyone um, get in contact with you all? Yes, they can get in contact. One of the best ways, um, we are on Facebook frequently. As you may see, myself, um, Ashley Jackson, or Corey Jackson, you can DM us. Um, we do have a Facebook page, Jackson to Mime um, Ministries. So if you would like to reach through, um, through Facebook, you can do that. We also have a YouTube page if you wanted to just look at some of our dances. Let me see what Jackson to Mime is all about. Go ahead and Google, type that in the Google search. We will definitely come up. You will see um, some pictures of us um, and some videos of us actually on YouTube. So again, Jackson to Mime, um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can also find us on YouTube. And if you need to reach us personally, you can always message us, Corey or Ashley Jackson. Nice. Well, um, I just want to give a shout out to Kevin Germain for bringing you guys up. Yeah, yeah. we love Kevin. I love Kevin. He's good people. Good yeah. friend of ours. Yeah. Good yes. friend. Um, we met them long, long, long time, time ago. Mimin um, yeah. is, you know, Mimin as well. Him and his brother. They were yeah. amazing, amazing <laughs> duo. And um, we, we cannot thank yeah. them enough for their um, friendship for their love and just support of Absolutely. our ministry. And so, um, yeah, we, we're so excited um, that he did mention us. I was like, oh, that. Kevin. <laughs> His crazy <Yes>. self. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the scenes, I had. But he got a lot of personality. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a good time with Kevin. And um, after that, so we we had planned to get together. So I went, I came to Savannah. Um, it was a couple weekends couple months ago and um we all had lunch together and it was so good to like meet him in person and oh again i want to um thank you guys so much for coming on here to talk uh to me and you know sharing your experience in ministry with those who are listening um and for those who are listening if you have a story you want to tell um please contact me i'm on facebook at, at the table with demonique i am on instagram at demonique podcast but you can always hashtag at the table with demonique and i'm also open for topic suggestions as well as snack suggestions because y'all know i like snacks so <laughs> you can comment in the notes um or you could um you know dm me uh, yeah, so thank you again for coming to the table. And uh, until next time, you all be blessed and peace. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Come back next Thursday for a new episode of At the Table with D Monique podcast. Don't forget to bring a snack. <laughs>